Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Infinity Film Podcast, the greatest film podcast on planet Earth. I am one of your hosts, Roderick Liptrot, and thank you for uh, joining us as you uh, listen to three grown men talk about toys in their 20s. All right. So our parents will be very proud of you, gentlemen, that we're spending our Wednesday evening talking about toys. So as always, never do these shows by myself. So please uh, welcome. Benjamin Saunders, the other host of the podcast. Ben, good to see you, buddy. Hey, Rod. Uh, I just want to point out this was your idea, and you're a sad, strange little man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. All compliments wanted. Ben, would you like to uh, introduce our guest of the day? Introducing for the first time on <gasps> this episode, Ooh. it's Jacob, returning Ooh. guest. What's up, Jacob? <laughs> hey, guys. I'm excited to be here because Toy Story was probably my one of my first favorite movies growing up and it's actually the the one of the movies that and the lion king i think Mm -hmm. are the two movies that i remember watching the earliest like you know they're so good such a great film series yep me too yeah yeah they (laughs) are okay (laughs) (laughs) oh boy so yeah we're gonna talk about woody and buzz and the gang and Mm -hmm. all all four of their adventures and how each one of them probably made us all cry, and we're not afraid to admit it. That's right. Before we get to that, uh, I do want to ask you guys a couple of questions. First off, first off. No. Nope, no way. All right, and that will be the show today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> um, Go ahead. Snyder Cut. Trailer got dropped on uh, Sunday. Uh, Jacob, I know you said you didn't watch it. I'm telling you, you didn't miss much. Ben, I'm pretty sure you watched it, right? Yeah, <clears throat> I checked it out. Um I just haven't been as hyped as other people about the the movie in the first place. And mm-hmm. I mean, the trailer, I don't know. It's just kind of the same yeah. kind of stuff from the first one, just a different song. And yep. I'm not too thrilled. So appreciate it. Yep. This is why Ben and I are friends because we can agree <laughs> on that. The Joker thing was, I like the Joker right. scene. I, I I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the whole society thing yeah. that, that, if that thing's gonna die out by next week, I hope, because I'm I'm so sick and tired of these we live in a society memes and, and I didn't even know what that was when it started. Um but uh, yeah, it's kind of silly, I think. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm happy for Snyder. Mm-hmm. Good for him. He's getting his cut out. Yeah. Uh I thought that first trailer was a whole lot better. The one that was released that during DC fandom back sure. in August of last year. But wow, holy crap, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It's four hours. I, I, you know, I'm sure we're probably going to review it on the, on the pod, Ben. No, I'm sure we will. Yeah, I, I just... We already saw Justice League. And this yep. trailer didn't really... You know, it's not canon. And it's four hours of my there, time. There is no canon anymore. They just make movies. and. Oh, so, you know what? It's probably <laughs> for the best, honestly. If, if they know. reference something, then it, it's fine. Yeah. You're so stupid. You know, but Jacob, are you excited? Not excited for a Snyder Cut? Where, where's your anticipation level at? I mean, I'm more excited than when I like first heard about it. Um, because when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, I don't. Justice League was so bad. I just thought another cut's not going to save this movie. But the thing is, I, I kind of hate how people call it a cut because it's almost like a remake because they're like completely 
putting stuff in and it sounds like and kind of rearranging things and like i don't know it doesn't feel like a, a cut it seems like a cut to me would be the stuff's done it's there it's just stuff they took out of the movie and didn't keep you know and then zach snyder's putting it back in and it would have been released like in january but but like <laughs> but like this is like oh they're taking all this time to do all these other things which is fine that's that's cool but it just it seems like more of like a new take like completely it doesn't really seem like a cut i don't know but I'm, I'm still looking forward to it like i said i haven't watched that trailer yet so maybe that kind of shows how excited i really am for it but uh but i am I, I hope it's good i really do um because i'd like to see a good movie out of these characters teaming up because that first justice league movie i hated that movie i just thought it was dumb and i after it was over i, I was just so mad it didn't it just was like they gave me the complete opposite feeling that the avengers did you know and i i don't know i hope it's good i really do and i think i think this added time will help it i think hopefully they flesh out some stuff and just make it better you know, Jacob, I wish I could be as excited as you were. I was excited after that first trailer. What's gotten me less excited, and maybe it's just me, all this behind-the-scenes crap has just gotten me, like, just less, mm-hmm. you know, interested with the whole Ray Fisher thing and Joss Whedon this and yada, yada, yada. And it cost this much. And then the Snyder Cut fans are getting, whoo! <laughs> but we'll be there March 18th. I'm sure we're all going to be. I'm, I'm not getting up at 3 a.m. to watch it. That's for sure. <laughs> no, um, no, we don't have to go anywhere either. Nope. I so. look. This isn't WandaVision or Falcon Winter Soldier hype. This is just regular movie hype. I'm going to watch it sometime during the day. Four hours. I don't, I'm not even going to make popcorn. I might just have a nice glass of water. Nice, <laughs> you know, maybe a Pop-Tart. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just... It, Whatever, Snyder Cut. Woo. I, I, I'm really curious to why they decided to release this the day before Falcon Winter Soldier drops. That's that, that was curious. <laughs> I, yeah, thank you, Jacob. That was so stupid. Because well, if I, Falcon and Winter Soldier's great, which it looks like it might be, that's gonna blow that movie out of the water, probably. Thank you, Jacob. Like, thank I you. mean, I, I just I, I feel like that wasn't smart. Or and I feel like why'd they not do the this thing when they were gonna split it up and release it in parts? Like, what happened to that? Like, I feel like People like us guys, we're gonna do watch it like all probably all four hours, or at least we'll watch a couple hours here, then maybe later in the day watch the rest. But other people they're gonna see that and be like completely intimidated by it. Like a four hour movie. Like, right. like I think a lot of people like are gonna be confused because they're gonna see, well, didn't didn't I see that already? You know. Correct. So but <laughs> I, I don't I, I think they should have kept it as a series, you know, but that's just me. <laughs> Warner Brothers, HBO Max, it, it's all just it's all just a lot. Yes. Yeah. No, this is not going to be the Lawrence of Arabia of superhero movies. So well, let's move on from the Snyder Cut. Yep. I do want to. There was another trailer that just dropped today, actually, and that was for Cruella, the movie star Emma Stone. And real quick, guys, I don't give a damn about the movie. After the trailer, though, I'm interested. I'm, I was only going to watch it regardless because of Emma Stone, because we all, I'm sure we all we all love Emma Stone. She's one of the greatest actresses working right now, Academy Award winner. And, you know, Disney's got my trust. So it, it looks like it could be fun. Two hours. I'm really I am curious why they're still doing this at theatrical. This seems like a really cool kind of Disney Plus release to do during mm-hmm. Memorial Day. But, you know, maybe Disney Disney has a lot of faith right now that the theaters are going to be open. Yeah, because then they're still doing this whole Black Widow's going to be in theaters. Y'all need to shut up and just drop this thing <laughs> on Disney Plus. I'm so, I'm so no. sick of y'all. You know, they're, look, they're doing it with Raya. All right. So yeah drop, drop natasha roman off on disney plus and call it a day 
and do the same thing with Corella. But you know, you know what though? Maybe tomorrow the world will all be cured from COVID, and I will will all be so rejoicing and going back to the theaters. Wishful thinking, but you know. So Ben, did the uh, Corella trailer uh, interest you at all? Well, here's another reason why we're such good friends. I totally agree too. Um, that really the only thing making me uh, excited for this is Emma Stone, and. Even after watching the trailer, I was kind of like, ah, I don't really, not that it has to have a point, but I don't really see what the uh, the motive was to make <laughs> this, this mm-hmm. spinoff movie. But and I, I remember loving those uh, Dalmatian movies as a kid, the uh, the animated and the, <laughs> the live action ones. Uh, Glenn Close. Glenn Close, yeah, which we watched recently, but... Um, it doesn't hold up <laughs> uh, as as good, but uh, as as a kid, I love them. So, and this one seems like it'll be a little darker too. So, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm not super excited. But because of him, there was some I stuff on watch. YouTube going around that this is this is Disney's version of doing the Joker. I was like, y'all, shut up, <laughs> shut up. It's <laughs> really Birds of Prey, maybe. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But not, yeah, not, not the Joker. Help us out here, man. Are, are we crazy, or are you kind of with us? And that the interest level Corella for you isn't there. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I really like the 101 Dalmatians movies. Um, I even like the live action ones. I thought Glenn Close was awesome in that role. But it's so it's going to be kind of hard for me to. I don't know if Emma Stone's going to go past her. Emma Stone's a really good actress. She's one of my favorites. So mm-hmm. I, I, I think she'll do really good in the role. And I, I, is this movie in the same <laughs> in the same timeline as the 101 and 102 live action Dalmatians movies? It seems like movies? this own standalone thing. Okay, so this is in a separate timeline. Got it. This isn't the the Dalmatian cinematic universe. It's not. It's a (laughs) spinoff movie. So in that way, it kind of is like Joker. I'll give the YouTubers that. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's good. Um, I can't wait. I think it would be interesting to see a prequel about Cruella because, man, she's awful. She wants to kill puppies and make them into a coat. That's like as bad as it gets. (laughs) So, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's good. It'll be neat. Maybe soon we'll get a Scar spinoff movie on how he became a villain. <laughs> you know, we, we they, they're Ooh, doing it. It's a trend. Hold on, Jacob. That's, that's yeah. actually, yeah. <laughs> and I think that <laughs> might be that? what they're doing. Uh, Barry Jenkins, I think he's doing a Lion King prequel. So I wonder if that's about how Scar and Mufasa separated. If that's the case, I, I'm excited. I, I think that'd be awesome, you know. But we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll get that Scar film in a couple years. But... <laughs> I do like that idea. You're full of good ideas, Jacob. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Scar. Yeah. I just need to talk Scar- to Bob. Oh, it looks like my scar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah oh, Jacob, man. Oh, it's always good having you on this podcast, buddy. I, oh, I, thanks. I like being here. I'll tell you the truth. All right. So, all right. So, yeah, those are a couple of trailers I dropped. I have one other thing before we talk about these damn toys. I watched this show last night. A friend of mine, Sam, we got on Zoom last night. We were, kind of, we were just talking. We're like, hey, have you? She was like, hey, have you found a show to watch lately? I was like, no, nah, I'm just kind of rewatching some stuff. And we were scrolling through like Netflix and Hulu and all that and found this show, Normal People. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, I'll give it a shot, Normal People. Ben, Jacob, this is the first I'm really, I've, I've recommended this to a couple of people already uh, this morning because I've already finished, we finished the show. We watched it one sitting. Mm-hmm. I haven't cried this much since endgame 
Wow. I adore this show. And it, it's it's about these two kids who kid young adults really. They're seniors in high school getting ready to go off to college and they're, you know, one is kind of from this, you know, he's a really popular kid, but kind of low income household, but he's a you know popular star athlete, rugby player kind of guy. And then you have this other girl who's kind of quiet, you know, very soft spoken, but I wouldn't actually, I would actually wouldn't even say soft spoken, but she's kind of weird, wealthy family, but her families, they're kind of, they're assholes. I'll say that they're jerks. Their families have history. This is a show that really takes a mature look at young love and the, the, the trials and tribulations it takes. It, it, it took with it. One of the, you know, in the amazing Spider-Man movies, one of the things that kind of got, you know, that worked so great is Peter and Gwen's relationship, especially the kind of on and off again thing. And that's kind of, that kind of plays a factor into this show too. And the, the two leads, Paul uh, Mescal and Daisy Edgar Jones, they are, they are stars. I don't know what it is, guys, when it comes to, like TV shows and like actors you never heard of, but yeah. they seem to shine more than like well-known actors in TV shows. I don't know what why that is. Maybe because you know they you know we don't they're lesser known and they can just go out and prove themselves. I, yeah. I guess. But they are really really great, and each episode's like around 25 or 30 ish minutes. Some are a little bit longer. If you guys have a Hulu account, I would highly, highly recommend watching this show because it's a limited series. It's not, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be another, another season. It's 12 episodes. And by the finale, I was, I was in tears. I, I was crying for a good, like three to five minutes because they really take their time to really delve into these characters. Um, you journey with them throughout their high school, all the way until really like the end of college, getting into their you know adult lives and, so I just look, I highly recommend it. It's got 90% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I can't recommend the show enough. I, I I think I need to watch it one more time, just binge it one more time. I'm probably gonna do it this weekend. I'm pretty sure it's it's already in like my, my top five to seven shows of all time. Wow. I, nice. I love it. So and the music too is really, really great. The the music I think that you will appreciate the music selections they have here. Cool. Uh, between the score and some of the songs they choose. I'll say this too. It's not like a gossip girl kind of thing. Cause like you think it, it sounds kind of like a cliche, like all oh, the guy falls for the girl and it's all cheesy. Nah, it's not like that at all. It's, it doesn't fall into those cheesy romantic uh, rom-com cliches. And there's, there's humor in it, but it's, it's a very serious show. It's spectacular. It's got nominated. She got nominated for a golden globe, the actress, Bridget, um, Bridget, Daisy Edgar Jones. And uh, I think she also got nominated for a critic's choice also. I'm going to do a review for my for my Instagram page where I can go more in a little bit more into detail. But I know we all got a lot of shows we got to watch, but I hope one day you guys get this a shot because it's it's really great. I don't know if you're going to cry like I did at the end, but whew, it, it put me through the ringer. It put me through the ringer. So yeah, that's, that's my little spiel on normal people. Cool. Yeah, I don't know anyone in this cast. I just looked it up. Uh, but there's some names that are great, like uh, Fian O'Shea. And get Sebastian D'Souza. What a great name. <laughs> so those names alone, I will watch. No, but you're, you're, uh, you really sold it. That was a good recommendation. So I'll just say I'll add it to the list, Rod. I'm always looking for more exclusive content to watch. So I, I can't wait. Well, one of the directors, Lenny, Abraham, Lenny Abrahamson, also directed uh, 2015's Room with Brie Larson. Oh, so oh. That is a, so I thought I recognized the name. Yeah. 
if, if that doesn't sell, if that doesn't, if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what will. So, <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, these Oscar look, going, caliber directors are going to do those series, which is really cool. You know, for, I, I, it's great. And also too, the, the, the show looks incredible. Like just visually speaking, um, there's a, there's a couple of really great shots, especially when like, like when they're on the beach and stuff, it just really looks really, really nice. So yeah, if you got a Hulu, please go check it out. If not, Get that set, get that free trial and watch it, binge it. All right. So, uh, man, I'm, I'm about to start crying. This thing. We're going to move on because I, I'm starting <laughs> to think about some stuff from the show and I'm going to start getting emotional. So, let's, uh, well, shit, we're going to talk about Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, so, I was going to yeah. say, Rod, <laughs> get too much better, but yeah. Damn. All right. Well, <laughs> guys, let's talk about some toys. It's funny. We just dropped, or when this episode drops, the favorite trilogies episode will have dropped. Mm hmm. And what I said was, you know, talking about Toy Story, you know, my favorite franchise, one is always going to be the MCU and two is Star Wars. But when I was making that list, guys, I was struggling to put in Toy Story number two because I just, you know, the consistency is just so strong with, with uh -huh. this franchise. Star Wars does have like, you know, a couple of shows and like 80 billion films out. So it's kind of hard to, you know, judge the two. But on an emotional level, it's it it ranks up there with the MCU and Star Wars for me in terms of just getting invested with these characters. So what I thought what we do is just kind of go through these this franchise and you know talk about some of the high points and if we can find any low points, I'd be curious if anyone has any low points. I I really struggle to find any, but maybe you guys uh, maybe you guys will or maybe you, you listeners will and you'll send us an email or not. Well, let's go ahead and get started. And talk about the first Toy Story, directed by the uh, I don't even want to bring his name up. You know what? Yeah, John Lasseter. You know, Lassie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're gonna call him Lassie. Lassie Thank you, Jacob. Yeah. Yep. We're I, I stole that joke from Psych because there's a cop in it. His last name's Lasseter, and uh -huh. Sean Spencer, the main character, always calls him Lassie. So <laughs> I like that. Yeah. yeah. All right, Lassie. <laughs> I might say Bessie one time, so I might mess up and say Bessie. But we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna stick with Lassie. I don't remember. I don't even remember the first time I watched the original Toy Story. To be honest with you guys, I think because the first one I watched was actually the second one, and oh, then wow. I went back okay. to watch the first one because the second one came out in '99, mm -hmm. and I think I watched the I, maybe I watched the first one. I just don't remember it. But my first memory of the first one was I think it was watching it on VHS in my house or something like that. Back mm -hmm. when I lived in Maryland, that was such a long time ago. Yeah, for me, I don't remember the exact time, I guess, either. But, um, yeah, yeah we, we had it on uh, VHS, and I, I think my, my sister introduced me to it, got, got me to watch it, and I loved it. Uh, and then the second one, of course, too, we had VHS. Yeah, and I'd, I'd get the toys uh, of the toys, and uh, I've always – I got her a, a Jesse figure. Uh, years ago, and she still has it uh, in her house too. Yeah. So, and I have my. Well, uh, well, let's, let's, let's let's calm down before we get to, Je to Jesse. We're gonna talk about okay. the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the original. <laughs> the original. Calm, calm down the, there. Just the history. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, yep. So that first Toy Story, you know, we get introduced to these toys, and I, I wish I had time to re go back and rewatch. I, I had time, and I just didn't go back and rewatch it. The, the, you know, the strong point, the selling point here is the, the growing relationship between Woody and Buzz, and the the jealousy that brews with with Woody. Because here you have this space toy who's coming in and, you know, kind of taking over the room. All the toys, you know, are, are uh, likening to, to him. Because Woody was, he was kind of big man on campus. Yeah, you know? sheriff Woody, of town. Yeah. He was a sheriff of town. You know, 
He was giving orders. Ham, Rex, let's go. You make me a sandwich. Yes, sir, Woody. You know, so and here comes this damn space toy. And, you know, he actually thinks he's a freaking space ranger. Yeah. Which leads to a really great joke later on in the movie about the, you know, you are a toy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. And uh, Jacob, I want to start with you. Talk, you know, just walk me through your thoughts on the first Toy Story and, you know, the, the Woody Buzz relationship. Did it, did, it, did it sell you within the first movie or did it take you kind of a while to, to sell you on that relationship? Oh, it, it definitely sold me. I mean, I uh, that was probably the first time I saw on-screen chemistry in a movie, I would say even. Um, it, it was just so special because to me, that was like the iconic duo as a kid. The first one, you know, that I ever saw. And I loved the movie. I fell in love with it instantly when I saw it. And it's, it just became a classic. It was the first movie I think I remember saying, this is a classic in my head, even though I, I wasn't smart enough to know what all that meant as a kid. But I, I love it so much. And it, it kicked off my love for Pixar, which after that, I, I remember they were the studio I was tied to. Even before I loved movies, I would love Pixar. And I think that's partially responsible why I'm for I, I like why I'm such a big movie fan today. I think it's cause, all because of Toy Story. You know, I think it all really started there. If you have to pinpoint a place and I just love the movie so much that, you know, um, it, it's there's so much good comedy in it so much. It's got action in it. it's got everything you'd want, you know, and even though maybe some of the computer animation, like on the humans and stuff, doesn't look the best today. I don't even notice when I watch it, you know, I don't know. It's just so good. You get in. I know computer animations come a long way, but when you're watching, you don't think about how this was the first full length movie like that. It's just, it holds up so well because the story is so good and it's just so well done. Yeah. I have to echo those same thoughts, Jacob. And you're right. As as these movies, you know, you know, keep coming out, the animation was just getting better and better. Like I, Look at Toy Story 2, which came out in 99, how great that looks. And it still looks great now. <laughs> looks better than most animated movies. Looking at you, hoodwinked. Um, you know, <laughs> it seems like Disney just, you know, because they have the money, the resources to, you know, get the, you know, get these great, you know, people to, to work on the animation. And you got to applaud them, really, mm-hmm. for, for just how great these movies look, guys. I got a uh, box set, or should I say toy box set, recently of the first two movies. And it had a bonus behind the scenes uh, DVD, and it was it was so cool seeing because they documented you know the making of it because it was historic on the computer and how the of course I know a lot of movies you know the designs and stuff changed throughout, but it was weird seeing Woody with a big head in the beginning and stuff, and Buzz looked totally different, but then working through it and then making the characters move on the the computer and stuff, so that was really cool, and. Also, I'd learned recently that the uh, the kids at Andy's party are all actually Andy, just in yeah. different colored shirts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, as a kid, and even recently, I didn't notice that. <laughs> but it's they just want funny you how they... Yeah. No, no, they hide it well. But yeah, it's just cool little stuff like that. And, I, and I, we, I'd be foolish if, you know, before I move on, you know, there's a couple of really iconic, you know, you know, stuff in here. First, the music. I mean, yes. that you've got a friend of me. Yep. I, how do you not like that song, guys? I, I, know, I mean, I, it's on my playlist. And I'm not afraid to admit it. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I listen to it sometimes. Sometimes I just blast in the car. Yeah. You know? it's, That's uh, one of my it, favorite Disney Pixar 
songs. Amen, brother. And the yeah, the whole score too. Well, I don't mean to take over. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead, uh, please. The, the whole uh, the whole score from Randy Newman, who does all four films, actually, uh-huh. uh, is is really good. And I was shuffling it uh, today at work, and I can even you know <clears throat> you can say this with Star Wars and other films too, but I, I can picture the scene when I listen to the yeah. music for yeah. for a lot of the ones, uh, especially mm-hmm. the the opening. When it starts up, I can see the blue, that classic, yeah. uh, you know, Disney logo and the star going mm-hmm. over and stuff. Uh, yeah, I just love it all. And who would have thought such a catchy uh, catchphrase, guys, like to infinity and beyond will become mm-hmm. so iconic, especially when they're you know racing to get back to the uh, to Andy's car. And, you know, you got yeah. Woody, you know, screaming out to infinity and beyond. I'm like, man, stuff, stuff like that. It just it, it still gives me the chills and. It it, it uh, just brings back good memories, guys. And you know, but I think Jacob, you put it best. This was like our childhood. This this was the first kind of duo, mm-hmm. um, got on screen chemistry that really works well. Is you know Woody and Buzz, um, you know one of the, the true great friendships, and it's animated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good lord, this is I will flying. say. This is falling. <laughs> with style. Yeah. Sorry, with style. I just love that line. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do think it's sad though. One of the saddest things in this movie is when Buzz watches that commercial of you know himself, the toy, and then yeah, him realizing like, oh shit, I'm a toy, and then he kind of goes to like that not midlife crisis, but he's kind of going through like this emotional <laughs> break. Yeah, um, when he was like playing T and everything, and and then uh, you know, <laughs> Mrs. Resbit. Oh, I love. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that just randomly sometimes. I am Mrs. Nesbit. <laughs> so funny uh, i really I, hope they incorporate mrs nesbitt in the upcoming light year movie somehow i don't know how <laughs> but they have to just a random character or something yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a like a cameo jacob or, mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> the doll. or maybe it'll be like mrs nesbitt buying the buzz lightyear the actual buzz lightyear toy that'd be cool <laughs> that would be something that escape scene though uh in sid's room I was I was terrified. That that crap scared me, <laughs> especially that damn dog. That dog scared me when I was when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. I did not like that dog. He was mean. Yep, he was mean. And I hate Sid. Like I remember <laughs> we were talking about how we were talking about how much we hated Cruella de Vil earlier. Sid <laughs> is pretty bad too. I mean, yeah. those two can have each other. I don't care about either one of. Them. I mean, they're, they're I care about them as villains, but they're just so mean. You know. <laughs> well, when you really think about it, he really is the only character. Or the only villain of the four who really isn't that sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Like you can kind of get where the prospector is <laughs> coming from a little bit. Yeah, where Lotso's coming from, and definitely Gabby. Gabby, this one he's just a dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and what he shows him at the end, he's he says so play nice, and then I, yeah. I bet that scarred Sid for life. He deserved it. <laughs> yep. Well, wow. there's a. What do you think? I think the Toy Story three it is right. He's yeah. the garbage guy. Yeah. Is that is that, that yeah. confirmed? Yeah. yeah, he's the garbage guy. So his life turned out really well. <laughs> oh, Sid! No offense to garbage man. If he you're looked like to be fair, he looked like he was enjoying it though. I mean, he was doing this with yeah, his ears. He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Trash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm happy for him. I just hope he became a better man. You know. <laughs> no, that's he. He probably's probably. Still a dick. All right. So, <laughs> and then why I love Toy Story, you know, this whole franchise so much is like, you know, 
the whole Woody Bo Peak dynamic, which we're going to talk about in Toy Story 4, they set that up well with these first two movies. Like, and you would think, like, you know, you wouldn't really care that much going into four, but then when you, you know, see the return of Bo Peep, because she wasn't in the third one, it's like, oh, that's right. These two kind of had a thing going on here. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that. And yeah, so this, this first Toy Story, it's, it's a classic. You know, it's always going to remain one of my 20, the 20 greatest animated films of all time, in my opinion. It's, it's somewhere on that list. Okay. All right, let's move on to Toy Story 2. Ben, take it away. I'm gonna, right. I told Ben I was going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. Toy Story 2. Now, uh, I love The Lion King a lot, which uh, we mentioned earlier. But Oh, hold on. Where are you going kinda... with this? Wait, where are you going with <laughs> this? Wait, hold no, on. I kinda, the, that and Toy Story 2 are, are my top two favorite uh, animated movies of all time. All right. All right. You're redeeming um, yourself there. Yeah. Oh, man. Just to, for, for a sequel to improve so much on the first, uh, which I, I'm, I that's arguable, I guess, but I, I think it does. And they were even thinking about releasing it just as a straight-to-video sequel uh at one point but they're like no let's just go ahead and put it out uh in theaters yeah we get great new characters with jesse bullseye and the prospector uh and al al soy barn can't forget him um, Weezy. and wheezy yeah uh so many great characters and all perfectly casted with their voices barbies barbie yeah 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 and then uh, another buzz too <laughs> that uh that whole <laughs> that, that was buzzes. great yeah. yeah, there's there's just so many clever things they do where they could have, you know, they could have stayed in Andy Andy's room again or done something totally weird uh, mm. like Cars 2 does. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they they have a through line and they it's just so well made. Yeah, how it kind of separates Woody and Buzz for a lot of the movie. And then they kind of, you know, of course, they reunite at the end. But yeah, just the end of music again. Uh, animation stepped up a little bit like we said earlier and then the action too there's some fun action um, yeah. throughout the city and definitely at the airport uh, at the end too so that car chase scene when they're uh, they got the pizza van and they're rushing yeah. to the airport I love yep. that yeah uh, and the the references to, to other pop culture uh, and movies and stuff too every yeah. time I watch it I feel like I pick up something else <laughs> um <laughs> And, you know, as a kid, I didn't understand it also, but it, it's, it's just fun for kids and adults alike. So, yeah. so I'm working on a, uh, a post for my page, guys. Uh, it's, it's like the, the 20th saddest scenes in any movie period. Yes. There, the scene in this movie that I bet I know you get, get some tissues yep. that the uh, Jesse's backstory. Holy crap. That made me cry. Mm-hmm. That was sad. Mm hmm. And the music did not help at all. No, <laughs> the music was just that was uh, that was that was a bit that was a bit much, uh, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah, it's a it's a perfect storm of a scene with uh, with a lot of rain because we're crying so much. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just the yeah, it's like a montage of Jesse's uh, life up to that or you know journey up to that point. And yeah, Sarah McLaughlin singing the song who does those uh, ASPCA commercial or she does the her song is featured in this and then yeah and i i said earlier i was shuffling the music at work today that song came up i listened to uh-huh. about 10 seconds and i skipped because <laughs> i did not want to cry at my desk at work yeah that jacob how that you know you haven't we haven't had uh have you speak on toy story 2 yet so you want to talk about that scene or anything else oh, Toy yeah, Story I, 2? i guess i'll start a, i remember that was like the first 
movie I was like really excited to see is like, cause I was like four, I think when that came out in 1999 and I remember being really excited to go see it. And the first time we tried to go see, it, it was actually, I don't know. It's a little traumatic because I went to go see the movie and I remember as we were going up to the ticket window to get our tickets, there was like a line and I got a bloody nose. So I had to go to the bathroom. And then when me and my mom came out of the bathroom, I had like a Kleenex on my nose and stuff. And we found out Toy Story 2 was sold out. So I couldn't see it that night. I had to wait. And I remember that really vividly for some reason. But then after that, I saw it eventually. And then, of course, we got the VHS and I watched it over and over and over again, along with the first and second one. Those were like regular rotation in regular rotation on the weekends. You know, I remember at my house um, and I, I love it. It's so good. I mean, all four of these movies are are so close to me when I think about ranking them. And Toy Story 2, I think, is about as perfect of a sequel as you can get. You know, you guys hit on everything. I I love so much about it. I love how we find out about Woody's backstory. You know, it's so cool. Woody's Roundup. That's another song that gets stuck in my head, the theme song (laughs) for that show. I I love the prospector. Um, And I love Al, too. You know, but you got to feel for Al because he's got to go all the way to work on a Saturday. And it's just such a... (laughs) So it's just so so many good things. I remember I I wanted to go to Al's toy barn when I was a kid. It just looks so cool. All the Buzz Lightyear's there. And you guys mentioned the second Buzz Lightyear and Barbie gets introduced in this movie. Mm -hmm. They make Barbie a really interesting character in these series. I don't know how they did it, but they do. And, and man, I, I, there's just so much to say about it because it's such a classic. I love Buzz and the toys going to rescue Woody. It's Mm -hmm. so cool. And yeah, it's a great, great movie. And, it just expands upon the Toy Story lore in the perfect ways. Did you know, I know Ben brought up an interesting fact about how it was almost straight to video. Another thing that I found out, I think from the Pixar story documentary, mm-hmm. is that this movie was actually almost deleted, like entirely. Mm, and I've always that. thought that was so interesting, but they like found out like a hard drive on a lady's computer who was like working from home at the time, like the, the movie. So they put it together and they almost lost it, which is, it's just nuts to me, but man, there's both these movies are just so special in so many different ways. And another thing I want to mention, I love the end credits of toy story Two with yes. all like the outtakes and just the fun yeah. things, the toys do. It's, it's so cool. The prospector talking to the Barbies and being kind okay, of creepy. So- I'm I'm glad you mentioned because I was heading yeah. that way, Jacob. Yeah. They, they had to, they had to take that crap out. After it was weird. Harvey Weinstein stuff. I think they had to like edit that out for oh. Disney Plus and everything, uh, because you know he says some stuff like, "Hey, I can get you into a Toy Story 3. and so yeah. like, good on them for taking it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Barbie made it into Toy Story three. I hope that yeah, wasn't because so of that, but Prospector did his job apparently. So yeah, but that that was gross. I as a kid yeah. I didn't get it, but now you look back on it, you're like oh my gosh! But yeah, all the crazy. rest of the credits are great. You got you know Wheezy singing, you got a friend in me, and so, not so catching good. the microphone. Yeah, <laughs> and it's <him. laughs> yeah. yeah. There's there's so many great things here, and I kind of I I love like all the intros to these movies, and this one in particular, the whole Rex playing Buzz in the video game. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, I, I wanted to that. play that game. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> Looks better than most games out that are coming out right now. <laughs> I go on forever, but I'll uh, just one more thing. No, the, no. the the surprises in this movie. Yeah. Of course, I, we've been doing spoilers the whole time, but yeah, that that video game because Buzz gets his you know torso shot off. Um, surprise and then the whole thing with Woody having that whole thing in the past with the old show and surprise mm-hmm. then they go to rescue Woody and they get there and they're like let's go and he's like I'd rather stay surprise 
the prospector actually being the villain of the movie because the whole time there's not really a, a bad guy per se i guess you know you think it's kind of al right. but that that twist of him being so bad it just yeah the the whole movie it just keeps you keeps you on your toes and uh, oh yeah that's definitely like so it's much like fun a, to watch it's more like a mh Shyamalan movie with all these damn twists uh, sure uh, yeah <laughs> you you I forgot one that ben the, that zerg is buzz's father too oh that's yeah, thank you jacob <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> told you surprise <laughs> i just want to play ball with my dad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my boy go on <laughs> son <laughs> <laughs> bop, bop, bop. oh man <laughs> We are eternally grateful. All right. We, oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, I love to. I appreciate that they didn't make the whole Woody Jesse thing like a romantic thing. It's kind of, it's kind of like a nice brother sister mm-hmm. relationship kind of thing. I kind of like the big brother, little sister relationship. Yep. All right. So, fun fact these first two Toy Stories both have a perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes. Surprise. As they surprise. should. Um, that, I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise. Like, as, as you said, Ben, as they should be. Uh, so let's move on. Eleven years later, this is where this is where it starts getting really emotional. Mm-hmm. The quote-unquote conclusion <laughs> to the trilogy, Toy Story Three. I still remember my mom taking uh, my sister and I to that opening Friday night, and whew, I think my mom even shed a couple of tears when they were about to, you know, see some toys and get incinerated. That was dark. This is a yeah. dark movie. Yep. But let's talk about some of the happy stuff. If there <laughs> is a lot of happy stuff. Another great opening for Toy Story Three. Yeah, um, you know we get another Andy playing with his toys, kind of a uh, you know what, what it's like Woody Buzz and Jesse as like kind of like these heroes. What are they doing? They're saving. They're, are they saving people? Are they trying to stop a train? Yeah, what was the it? Trolls were on the train. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and then Ham and Rex show up too. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They're trying to stop Potato Head from the money. Or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That Sounds also. Silly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is probably I always go back and forth between which one is my favorite Toy Story 3 or Toy Story 4. The answer will be revealed at the end of the podcast. I, I, I still can't get over how perfect of a movie this is. This is this is a flawless movie. Flawless. Now look, I tend to overreact a lot, you know. That's okay. We all we all overreact. Mm-hmm. Um, but I this I think to me this is one of those movies that I don't see any issues. I, I really don't. Between the animation the whole prison break third act sequence, which I, I loved. <laughs> yeah. Spanish buzz was great. Kind of the, the the struggle with Woody trying to convince the toys, like, hey, no, he was putting you in the attic, and the toys like, Woody, shut up. No, we were getting put in the trash. Mm-hmm. I, I love that. I love that whole thing. And Woody, and then we get introduced to the lovely Bonnie, and then of course that ending. But you know, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. But honestly, let me start with you. Let me start with this guys. Is there? There's not a lot of happy moments in this movie. Truthfully, besides, I mean, I. This is this is a dark film. Can we think? Can we can we think of anything that really like made you made you really smile about Toy Story three? <laughs> I I guess kind of that that whole prison break scene, which is I mean I yeah it is dark I guess because uh, it's at night. No, it's dark because they're yeah they're they're trapped by Lotso and they're you know, trying to get out and everything. But it the the clever things they do uh, is always fun. And I, I don't this popped in my head the other day too when I was making or getting quesadilla. The uh, potato head. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He gets the, the hand and everything in his eyes and puts it on mm-hmm. a tortilla so he can slip through the grate, the gate. And it's the, just stuff like that is, is hilarious and uh, real smart. So well, this is the first film not directed by Lasseter. Mm. Uh, this is directed by Lee. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Unkrich? Unkrich. Yeah. I say Unkrich. Uh, 
Oh, I'm, I said John Lasseter. I meant Lassie. Sorry, Jacob. I meant Lassie. I <laughs> apologize. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so Lee here directs a, a, a very emotional, powerful film about one, Andy, Andy trying to, you know, Andy getting rid of his toys, who it meant a lot to him. And this is kind of like us being like, this is our goodbye to, to Andy. Because he goes off and 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 parties in college, you know, he's he's off to it for his next chapter, and that that whole scene of them waiting to be played with in the beginning, when they're all just kind of hiding in his in his drawer, or whatever chest, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the the beginning is really sad, and then you, then you got the, the the soldier the soldier guys, the green soldier guys, like you know what, we're on the next we're on the next house on the next mission. Good luck, guys. Yep. <laughs> and there's, there's one guy in the back. You're gonna need it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna start crying because there's there's so many emo- so many great emotional beats in this film. What, what made Woody think he was gonna last in college that long, guys? <laughs> but, yeah, uh, he's uh, naive. I, I wish one of us could have been like Woody, like just give him like a good old slap in the face. Like, man, if you don't get your ass in that freaking garbage bag and go in the attic, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, but it's a good thing that he went to Bonnie's, right? Yep, I, I love that whole sequence being on the new toys. Uh, Trixie being my favorite, but I think you know they were planting the seeds that with that whole sequence of Bond, like, oh, maybe this is where the toys could go. How we don't know, but you know, this 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 film I think garners you know it all boils down to how perfect that third act is between the prison break, them accepting their fate that they're going to die, them being saved by the aliens, and then of course that emotional goodbye. Even that goodbye, Woody, uh, Woody uh, Andy has to his mom was really touching. Mm-hmm. You know, just her coming in the room one more time, just like you know, having a pause and just being like, "Oh man, you're really leaving for college." Yep, yeah, it, it works on multiple levels. Of course, the toys that we've grown to love, but also, yeah, just just humans, <laughs> our, our friends, you know, splitting, going to college, or you know, different paths. Next chapter. So it's just yeah, next chapter. So uh, it's just crazy how how human uh and then relatable they make these these movies well it becomes that x x you know all the all four of these movies have like this existential question of like well, existential yep. but like these really deep themes and questions of like you know what it is to move on and what's what's our place in the world what you know what happens when our when our kid moves on what yep. happens to us next like you can relate to the real world like what happens to us after high school what happens to us after college you know stuff you know stuff like that um, I thought they tackle those 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 themes really well, Jacob. We haven't really given you much time to speak, yeah, so you know, give us your thoughts on Toy Story three. <laughs> no, that's okay. I know there's a lot to say, but there's so much to love in this movie, and it kind of I remember I remember like back in like middle school. I remember searching on the internet during school. This was probably like the first movie I started like seeing internet rumors about that I remember, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I remember like the original idea was like buzz was going to be like recalled or something. And it's going to take place part of it in Japan. And, and I'm so glad they oh. didn't go with that as a kid, yeah. as a middle school, I was like, wow, that sounds awesome. But I'm, I'm glad they didn't do that. Cause what they went with uh, was so cool. I saw this, I think right at the beginning of high school. So, you know, we were kind of getting ready to go to college, like sort of, it was still a few years off, but it was on your mind, you know, and it was just so amazing that they they made Toy Story 3 in line with the people that grew up with it. You know, <laughs> yeah. most yeah. other animated sequels would probably just be like, I oh, just make it like a month after the number two. They won't notice. And then <laughs> but this one, this one, they're like, no, we're actually going to make it 
several years later, Andy's going to be all grown up and the toys are going to have this problem where they're not really being played with anymore. Andy's going off to college. He has a cell phone now, you know, all these things. <laughs> and it was just, it, it was such a great idea. And it, it made me fall in love with Toy Story even more, which I didn't think was possible at the time. But the third one elevates the series even more. And it's just such a good movie. I know we were talking about moments that maybe made us smile. It, I, I think Ken, for me, is that. Because oh, I love Ken. Michael Keaton as Ken. He's so funny. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love his whole not to me, there's not. When he's talking about, you know, girls, uh, when he's talking about Barbie. But, yeah, it, it's such a classic like you guys said, the scene when they almost get incinerated, it's so emotional and yep. scary because you're yep. these toys, you grew up with them. There's actually right. a, a funny YouTube video out there where it, it was probably came out around the time Toy Story 3 came out on DVD. And I, I just bring it up because it makes me laugh every time I see it. But these, 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 this guy like edited Toy Story 3 and his mom hadn't seen it yet. And he put in the DVD and he had the movie end there before they're about to get incinerated. And it like has the credits roll. And it's like the funniest Damn. thing because the mom's like, that's how it ends. That's so dark, you know? And, Damn. and later she shows her, you know, it actually ends the ending we got. Thankfully the toys didn't die. We actually oh, yeah. got Thankful. to see them go to Bonnie, be passed off for Andy. That, that scene made me cry. And I remember yep. I, I went and saw it as a high schooler and I was in the theater crying and I was, I was kind of embarrassed because I was like, I'm not supposed to cry, you know, at these kind of movies anymore, but it made me tear up. And, and I, I, I just love that movie so much. It's such a great ending to one of the greatest trilogies of all time. Maybe my favorite. I don't know. I'd have to think Indiana Jones and that kind of fight it out a lot. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I just, I love that movie so much. And like I say, it elevates Toy Story to another level when you didn't think it could be jacob never 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 uh be afraid to admit to cry oh i know I never this was back when i was never a stupid high schooler so i, I like, oh no I, yeah i now I, it me, doesn't dude. bother me i'm a lot right. more in touch with my emotions but that was like freshman year in high school and i was like you know i was like man i yep. gotta be cool i can't do this you know but yep. I, I trust me jacob i think we all went kind of went through that phase also in like in high school like yeah i'm tough yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna cry. Yeah, I ain't cried during it in that movie. So yeah, I, yeah. I'm right there. Yeah, I did the same thing, honestly. because uh, it was I guess I was thirteen when I saw it. Um and I saw it with my mom in theaters and I was like, I heard this movie was sad and I was like, This is this is good and funny. What are they talking about? And then they got to that incinerator and I was I was fighting so hard <laughs> to mm -hmm. hold back those tears. I was like, Is, yep. that, is anyone else crying or I hope it's not just me. I, I remember that was one of the first time well not one of the first times, but you can just hear like an audience just really just like a collective sniffles in the mm -hmm. audience, like, you know, um, trying to hold fight back the tears. And then, you know, of course, when Andy's playing with Bonnie with the toys and, you know, then, oh, one of my favorite quotes in any movie ever is when Woody says so long, partner. Oh, <laughs> dude, I that that breaks me every time it, it does. Look at Jacob. He's like, he can't take it. He's like, it's I got to so go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite lines in the movie. It really, yeah, like you said, Jacob, this is a perfect trilogy, the perfect ending to a trilogy. Just real quick, because I want to move on to Toy Story 4. Lotso was a great, I think he's probably the best Toy Story villain, in my opinion. He is such a great villain, and you, you, you really understand why he's upset and angry. Yeah. 
he's a so, very dimensional bear, three dimensional bear. He reminds me of Thanos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little, he's even purple. I yeah, <laughs> probably cousins. They probably are. The the only thing I've heard people say it's it's a little too reminiscent of Jesse's story, how she was forgotten, and you know he was left out in the rain and stuff. And I I mean I guess, but uh, how many? other ways are they gonna you know can they have a backstory for it but it's an animated kid come on come on yeah i think it's i think it's still it hits hard and and makes him uh like you said a three-dimensional bear this is almost more bitter though than jesse's i think like he like Mm -hmm. he hates people you know you can tell yeah it's a different woody should have left him i i you know like that one part because I hate that part when Woody goes back and saves because Woody's the best, you know. He'll do anything <laughs> right. for a toy. It's and Tom Hanks. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then he saves him, and then, then you know, of course, Lotso betrays him again. So, oh, man. But but he gets to be with a trucker at the end, so maybe it's okay. I don't know. But Ben, it's funny how you said that was Tom Hanks. They probably had it written in the script. Woody leaves uh, Lotso. Tom Hanks, no, no, no. Oh, we're saving, we're that. saving that damn bear. <laughs> 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 Rewrite I, the script. Yeah. But Tom, I know. We gotta, oh, we're saving that damn bear. <laughs> He's like, I know I would, so Woody has to. <laughs> I put on that Mr. Rogers voice. Yeah, he did. Uh, it's just, if only Wilson would have had the same fate, that Tom Hanks couldn't save him, but oh. unfortunately, I know. Jacob. Oh, that's I'm another. sorry. <laughs> I just, I feel so bad for Wilson. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get a spinoff. Yeah, I hope so. That would be that'd be great. <laughs> I would love a Wilson's. Where'd he float to next? Like, <laughs> so yeah, so the, the trilogy ends, and that's the end of the podcast, guys. And oh shit, nine years later, we got a Toy Story four. <laughs> that's There's right. A fourth? No, I, I'm Apparently. just kidding. I've seen it. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. It seems like some of film Instagram was like, no, no, four doesn't exist. You know, it, it's the stare. Shut up. Look, it's not that. It's good. <laughs> It's not that bad. This film's a masterpiece. Yeah. What y'all talking about? This film is perfect. Perfect. With a capital P and a lowercase t. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about Toy Story 4 because I think we could all, safe to say, we were all worried. Because how do you, why, why Disney, Pixar, what's going on here? Okay. We get it. You know, you did Finding Dory and Incredibles 2 and Cars 2 and 3 and 4 and 5 and 6. I, you got a little bit of sequelitis in you guys right now. We don't need another Toy Story. Go back and do some original stuff, you know? <sighs> and I, truthfully, too, the trailers, I wasn't all that sold on. They were okay at best. You know, I was like, eh. And then, like, it's going to be a love story about Woody and Bo. People was like, oh, oh, I don't know. Come on. Really? A love story? All right, Disney. You got me again. Shit. <laughs> Y'all got me. This is why you don't doubt greatness, guys. You don't doubt greatness. I do differ uh, here because I I don't hold it up as a masterpiece. Excuse me. I I think it <laughs> I think it is really good, really well made. The I know you'll get into the animation, how mm. crazy good that is. Um, I think Sporky is a great character. Tony Hale Sporky. is hilarious. Sporky. Sporky. Did I say Sporky? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And I hate when people do that. Uh, yeah, Sporky. But. I don't know. I feel like the the pacing was a little off. They spend a little too much time in certain places. Mm. Um, I can see that. And it's not that it's a prison break, but they it kind of it feels a little similar to Toy Story three. Some of the beats. Uh, some of yeah, you know, Rescue and Forky. You know, um, yeah. 
Kind of like how Woody has to go and rescue the toys in Toy Story 3. I want to say this before we get even get into it. One of the things I see a lot of complaints about is, well, Woody, why, why did Woody do that? Why did Woody like not go back to the toys and yada, yada, yada? Okay, hold on. So let's backtrack here. So let's 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 take uh, Avengers Endgame, guys, for a second. What did Cap do? Cap Cap was selfish, and he went back and spent his life with Peggy. And I see no complaints. I heard no. Have you guys heard complaints? I don't think so. I, so what the hell's the difference between what Cap did and what Woody did? Woody did his time. His mission was, you know, Andy. It is very clear in the beginning of the movie. Bonnie does not like, you know, Bonnie doesn't care for Woody. Woody and Woody, Bonnie is not Woody's responsibility anymore. And that's kind of the, the whole thing with this movie is finding Woody's purpose. Mm-hmm. And his purpose is obviously with Bo Peep and helping other kids, just helping other kids find toys mm-hmm. or get toys. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, I like that, yeah. that idea a lot. That is a, a good new thing that they had instead of retreading old mm-hmm. uh, themes. I do like that part. I, I actually thought it made sense for Woody's character to yeah. go with Bo Peep because Thank you. in each movie, they tease Woody leaving the gang. If uh-huh. It's almost like they set it up from the beginning because in the second one, he almost goes off with, you know, a Jesse and Bullseye and the prospector to do yep. to see the world, do something else, you know, because he thinks Andy's maybe growing out of him. And he kind of has those thoughts in the first one, even then in Toy Story three, he thinks about leaving the toys because he wants to go with Andy. He knows Andy. He has a connection there. But then, of course, he ends up going back with the toys because Andy's going off to college, you know, so he almost goes off and sees the world then. And then the fourth one, he finally does it. You know, he decides, well, I, I'm not with Andy anymore. I've kind of done everything I can do here with the toys. I'm going to miss them, but there's something bigger out there for me. And yeah. I, I really think they teased that from the beginning. And I that was one of the things I thought was actually so genius about Toy Story 4 is like, how did they plan that and make it make sense? You know, because I'm sure when they made Toy Story 2, they're not like, oh, we're going to do this for Toy Story 4. You know, they, they didn't think that. And, and the whole thing with Bo Peep too, it's so well thought out, you know, because it's like, well, it's almost like that was planned in Toy Story 3, but I don't think it really was. It just kind of happened that way, you know? But I want to go back. Yeah, the animation is beautiful, and th- these, I have, I recently purchased all the, uh, like last year, I went back and I purchased all the all four Toy Stories in 4K, and these, like, they have these really cool steel books from Best Buy. Oh, nice. Um, thanks to Ben for making me repurchase uh, physical media again. So, You're welcome. The best media. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, that opening, the prologue, though, with him with them trying to rescue uh rc rc yeah i i love that the re- it just looks it just looks so real mm-hmm. like damn shit those toys, i mean those those toys look real, like from toys r us or something <laughs> and uh then you get that emotional kind of goodbye between woody and bo peep and uh, honestly this is actually probably my second favorite prologue of any pixar film because he just got that, that that sad look from woody like you know as he sees jesse or jesse bo um going off to the next to you know the next kid and he's just like laying there in the rain because you know he can't move he can't do anything he's just kind of laying there i thought that was really sad and it kind of sets the whole theme for the movie really you know just woody and bo peeps relationship and i like how they took that time in the prologue to remember like yeah these two had interest in each other like these two were kind of romantically involved and i i really love how in the end it kind of gets all resolved with you know woody and but yeah woody and buzz saying goodbye and Mm-hmm. Oh, that that was, damn, that hug, that, that got me. And then, um, you know, Woody and and, and Bo and 
it looks like there's going to be going carnival to carnival. I, that's what it looks like. It looks like there's going to be sticking around carnival to carnival, helping kids get toys. Yeah. Uh, there's there's so much I love about this movie. Uh, I think this actually might be the funniest of the four. <laughs> I, I laugh so much in this movie. And I think one of my favorites, I want to say it was the plush rush stuff with the <laughs> with the key and peel. That is good. Um, but I think it might have been the key scene. Like, how do we get that key? And then it cuts away, and then they go back, they revisit that scene, and they just see the old lady drop the key, and then it cuts back to them. It was very difficult, yeah, very challenging, yeah, very, <laughs> extremely hard. <laughs> yeah. That was just perfect comedic timing uh, yeah. on, on all fronts. Uh, but this, like, this this is Woody's movie. This isn't a Woody and Buzz, a Woody and Jesse, a Woody and the gang. This is about Woody finding his place in the world again. And I think Jacob, you put it, you put it perfectly. I mean, they've been, they kind of have been teasing it since the beginning. And damn, you, you, you made me see Toy Story in a new light now. I mean, I've already loved this franchise, but now I, I just love it even more thanks to that deep analysis you gave it there, Jacob. So thank oh, you for thanks. that. <laughs> I just hope they're done now. I really do. You, you, you can't. Yep. There's no, there's no more stories to tell. I, no, I, in my eyes. But who knows? Toy Story Five. We can see Woody and Bo Peep having kids. So <laughs> I, I don't know how that will work. But you know, maybe they'll have their own version of Cheaper, but Cheaper by a Dozen, and they're Ooh. gonna have like twelve kids. And yeah, my mind's going to a million different places right now. But look, no they, Toy Story Five, please. No, they if they wanted to, I guess they could do some Disney shorts or something. You know, with yeah. Um, Woody and Bo helping out some toys, but I I don't I don't see a Toy Story five happening. I don't either. Jacob, what do you think? I don't know, guys. I kind of like having a Toy Story movie to get me through my life. I mean, it's kind of nice every ten years. I mean, I mean, when I'm thirty five, it'd be nice if a Toy Story movie came along. But <laughs> I don't I, I don't know. I I but the thing is, you're right. I don't know what they do. Like it's like where do we go from here? Because I feel like we kind of milked that already. Yeah. But man, if anybody could do it. It's Pixar. I just, Pixar. I, I know it's cliche to say that, but it's, it's true. I mean, those guys, they, you can tell no matter what you think about this movie, I, I think you can see they didn't just do it for a cash grab. They did it because right. they actually cared. They love these characters so much and they just want to see them live on and do more with them, you know? And uh, I just, I, I don't know. But the thing is, I have no idea where they go, but I do like that they're doing that Lightyear movie. I think that's kind of a fun way to kind of continue the series, but not really by doing something a little different, but we still get some Toy Story universe love in there. So I, I, I'm really excited for that movie. <laughs> I'm still kind of on the fence about, uh, of course, we don't have much information about it. I mean, of course, I like Chris Evans and I've always loved Buzz Lightyear, uh, but I don't know. It just seems an interesting choice. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm gonna miss Tim Allen. I'd be lying if I said I yeah. wouldn't. You know, he just he was so iconic as that and Santa Claus growing up. It's kind of <laughs> like I love Chris Evans, but it's like, man, do we really gotta recast him? I mean, I know Tim Allen's voice is getting kind of older too, so maybe that was part of the the yeah. thought. And, yeah. and plus, I think it's like this is the real Buzz Lightyear, so they thought, oh, we gotta cast somebody else, but. Yeah. I would have been okay with good old Tim, but uh, so it, it's not up to me. <laughs> it's weird. I still don't fully understand. So it's it's about the human light year that yeah. the toy Buzz is based off of in the movie right. Toy Story. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's I thought we got a cartoon toy. series yeah. about that, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. We'll we'll see when it comes out. I mean, look, like you guys said, if anyone can do it, it's Pixar. So I trust them. Plus, you got Chris Evans doing the voice. Mm-hmm. So yep. I, I'm, I'm good with that. 
Uh, did you guys um, want, want to speak on anything else about Toy Story 4 before we kind of wrap this up? I did just want to mention real quick that on Disney Plus, there are some uh, shorts from Toy Story 4 uh, yeah. with, with Forky. <laughs> uh, yep. Called Forky Has a Question. That oh, God. They, they are hilarious. They're like like two to three minutes or something. I don't know how many there are, eight or ten or something. But <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just hilarious. It's like he asks about love and money. But they, I think I saw that one, the money one. I think I yeah, saw that one. with a uh, ham. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, <laughs> they, they make it really funny and uh, good little bite-sized things. Yeah, if you haven't seen Lamp Life, it kind of t- it takes you through uh, what Bo Peep was doing between uh, three oh, and yeah, four. Yeah. Right. So I found that kind of sweet. Oh, uh, we forgot to mention my favorite new character from Toy Story 4, too. Yes, we Canada, Duke Kaboom. Ah, <laughs> I love yes. Duke Kaboom. Yes. He's so cool. That was such a great addition that I did not expect to love so much. I love his, like, crisis he has that he can't jump because of that kid he disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I thought he died too when he made that bitch. I was like, oh, did they just kill uh, Keanu? What happened yeah. there? <laughs> That's great uh, casting, too. Oh, it was perfect. It was perfect. And also, too, Gabby Gabby is yep. probably my second favorite Toy Story villain. Yeah. She really is. She really isn't a villain. She's just a creep. She yeah. was just being a creep in the way she was doing things. If any, if anyone's really a villain, it's probably those damn dolls. Oh, right? I hate those gummies. Yeah, those gummies. Um, Ooh, yeah, creepy. Yeah, but I, I kind of I love that scene of of Gabby Gabby, you know, finding that you know, getting her kid. Mm-hmm. Um, that that really was sad. Kind of the kid, kind of she was like lost and looking for her mom. And oh man, Toy Story, you know, Pixar never ceases to make you cry at least once. And that that scene got you know, I was fighting a little bit, getting a little next train. Like, no, nope, I'm good, I'm good, I got it. I've Run got ass, I've man. got an idea for Toy Story Five, Rod. I don't Uh-oh. know if you like oh, it. Let's but hear it. Here's the here's the pitch. It's a horror film. Gabby Gabby goes off with that girl and she becomes like Chucky. She's awful. And you find out there's another <laughs> twist on her villainy. She's actually really was the villain the whole time. And she just fooled us. You know what? <laughs> Do it. And to- Buzz and Woody have to reunite to go get Gabby Gabby. There's your Toy Story 5. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I got an idea for Toy Story 5. Let's make it like like an like an Infinity War style. You bring back all the villains, Sid, Lotso, Gabby Gabby. <laughs> prospector and yeah, you bring the tool two. for one big end game moment where they're all just charging at each other uh, <laughs> that'd be so good <laughs> that'd be something. Uh, <laughs> toy story battle royale <laughs> and i am light here oh that wouldn't that wouldn't go over well, and it probably. But I'd make- I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah, it would still make a billion dollars because Disney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so to, I this is I kind of consider it for the epilogue to three because it, it it is the conclusion of Woody's story. That's and good. It wraps yeah. up wraps up really really nicely. So yeah, that's that's kind of it. So do you guys want to? Zach sent me his ranking. Zach was uh, our friend. Zach, he is uh, he was supposed to be here, but mm-hmm. he could not make it because he was going through some stuff and. Texas and Zach, I'm glad you're you and the fiance are well and you got power restored back in Texas. So yep, thanking uh, everybody. Some rest, buddy. So Zach has number four is Toy Story two. Sorry, Ben. Number three, Toy Story four. Number two, Toy Story. Number one, Toy Story three. Jacob, how would you rank them? That was an awesome list, Zach. I loved it. And and mine, uh, I think my 
bottom not that it's bad i love it so much it's so hard to do this it's you know when they say it's a sophie's choice this is really uh mm-hmm. i think this is what they're talking about not the movie um but 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 uh, i i think my least favorite even though it's amazing is toy story 4 and then i gotta go toy story 2 right above that and then toy story 1 and then uh, the buzz Lightyear series and no i'm just kidding and then toy story 3 <laughs> is my number one <laughs> uh benjamin Cool. Bottom would be Toy Story 4 for me as well. And then third, I would put the original Toy Story. Second, Toy Story 3. And then, of course, my top is Toy Story 2. Yep. So mine is uh, bottom. Number four is Toy Story 2. Number three is the original. My number two is Toy Story 3. And my favorite is Toy Story 4. Yeah, I think, look, you can't go wrong. Which one's your favorite? Yeah, They're all right. great. Yeah. I mean, look, you got look, 100% Toy Story 1, 100% Toy Story 2, 98% Toy Story 3, 97% Toy Story 4. What other film franchise can you say is that consistent? Yeah, really. Goodness. Godfather, <laughs> maybe? I, I mean, the third one. No, the, not the third one. Yeah. yeah the third First one. Two, is, yeah. But I'll say this about the Godfather 3. You know, you know that line. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. That, that's how I felt about Toy Story Four. So, <laughs> see, Godfather, Toy Story, you can connect them together too. So, uh, no, this was fun, guys. Uh, I'm glad we kept our composure. We didn't cry all too much. I edited Maybe that out. All get off camera. Well, probably all cry, but you know, it's okay. It's okay. We kept it together. Um, so, thanks for joining us, guys. I'm just kidding. Uh, thanks for joining us, guys, for another episode of the pod. Uh, we are doing our weekly WandaVision recaps if, if on our IG lives by the time this one goes out. We will have done recaps for all six episodes. Actually, seven. Yeah, yeah, all seven episodes. So we're then we're going to do something special for eight. That's um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm planning something really special for, for, for the eight. Because for nine, I think we're just going to get a bunch of us and we're just going to record an episode for the pod and just talk about the finale and everything. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I kind of like doing these weekly recaps. You know, it keeps us engaged with the audience. And Jacob always makes his great Stanley cameos. And actually, he made an Oscar-winning supporting role. Yes. Uh, for the episode, what was it five recap he did? Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Well, thanks. It was fun, and I'm glad I won an Oscar too. You know, that's always a cool bonus. Here's your Oscar, Jacob. Oh, I'll I'll thanks, Rod. I love it. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. So, uh, Jacob, where can the good people find you online, buddy? Um, I'm at Jacob Beals on Instagram and uh, Jacob Beals Show on uh, YouTube. Um, and then Automobiles on Twitter if you want to follow me there and tweet me. And, yeah, I, I'll, I, I, you know, I'm all over the place on social media, so it's lots of fun. <laughs> Please do follow him. Give the man a follow. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Give the man a follow. Uh, Benjamin, where can people find us if they want to? You can find us if you really want to on Instagram at the Infinity Film Podcast. Uh, you can DM us there or email us with your favorite Toy Story movie, uh, your favorite moments, and uh, what made you cry the most. Uh, you can email us at the Infinity Bros 20 at gmail.com. That's the Infinity Bros 20 at gmail.com. I'm going to say this in the beginning. You know, the, no animated franchise really comes close to Toy Story, in my opinion. I think. I'm not the biggest fan of the How to Train Your Dragon franchise, the trilogy. I, I think it deserves a rewatch though, because I, I apparently it's you know it's, 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 it's this great masterpiece. I just don't see it that way. <laughs> However, if Shrek three and four weren't that bad, 
<laughs> I think the Shrek franchise would rival Toy Story for sure because those first two Shrek movies are, are I think they're masterpieces in my opinion. They're awesome. Think, yeah. It's just a shame that three and four were Yeah. Bad. <laughs> just, just awful. Now, well, four wasn't bad, but you know, three's really bad. Yeah. I like the Puss in Boots spin-off movie though. Was that was better than Shrek the Third. Give you that, Jacob. I will give you that. <laughs> so all right. Well, for Jacob, for Ben, and for me, Roderick. Thank you guys again for indulging us and listening to us in another uh, – why did I say indulging? That was weird. <laughs> for uh, listening to us, we really appreciate you guys, your support. And uh, until next time, we'll see you guys later. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> and on that Don't bombshell. <laughs> oh, anything else, right? Oh, no. no oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe we'll have to edit out that awkward. Yep, pause. yep. <laughs> <laughs>